started a journey many years ago Looking for rest and peace for my soul I found it at Calvary and now I can say It's satisfied then and gets sweeter each day I think I'll just go with God I'll go with God for looking back my way I don't see a lot with him there is joy with him there is joy and blessings untold great blessings untold so I think I'll just go with I'll go with God my road it was bitter with sin and despair but God's way is filled with sweet compassionate friend and my course is set I'll finish with him I think I'll just go with God with God for looking back my way I don't see a lot with him there is joy with him there is joy and blessings untold great blessings untold so Can I follow the Lord tonight? Amen. Amen. Y'all folks, come up here a minute. I want you to do something for me. Royal descendant. Can you do that tonight? Amen. Then we'll get the preacher on up. I'm glad I'm part of the family of God tonight. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad I know that He died for my sin. Amen. I'm glad to know that I'm blessed beyond measure and highly favored because of what the Lord done for me on the cross at Calvary. Amen. Nothing that we did to gain this salvation, but it's all of what Jesus did on that old rugged cross for you and I. Amen. You pray for these folks as they sing, then we're going to get the preacher up here to preach to you. I'm, I'm feeling good in my soul tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. You worship Him. Everybody knows you're here already. Amen. Praise God. I know what I deserve tonight. That's why I'm feeling it like this tonight. I'm so thankful for him tonight. I know what I deserve. I could tell you I am nothing. And I would be telling the truth. I could say
Tell me how in this world can I stand and say such a thing to tell you that I'm royal and to claim that my father's a king. Well, I'll have to take you to an altar where it happened many years ago. You see, I met the king. I was washed in his blood. And that's all I know. And I am a royal descendant of a king from Jerusalem. the Rogers family tonight. Amen. How about the Parsons family tonight? Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll have some more singing in a little while, but right now is the time of the hour that we're ready and waiting for, for the man of God to come. He pastors the New Life Baptist Church in Concord, North Carolina. Make welcome my brother from another mother, Dr. Thomas Steele. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Woo, glory to God, man. How in the world? I'm telling you, say, preacher, still, do you have to act like that to be a Christian? This ain't got nothing to do but being, uh, hey, you, you, this, uh, I mean, shouting is not what gets you saved. Uh, we shouting because we are saved. Oh, uh, we ain't trying to do this to get to heaven. I'm doing this because I'm going to heaven. I'm telling you right now, I'm heaven bound with the hammer down, and Satan can't do nothing about it. Anybody up in here, thank God you're saved tonight. Anybody up in here, glad you're not going to hell. Oh, somebody praise him tonight. Lord, have mercy. Brother. <laughs> Lord, I better, I better get in this book. Y'all got me so... <laughs> When I was when I was growing up preaching, I told them up here in the mountain was I was a little boy. I, we had a man in our neighborhood. I'm telling you right now, I, he act like he was shooting a machine gun, and in one minute he'll be kicking and fighting. And I was scared as a little boy. I asked my mama. I said, "Mama, what in the world wrong with him?" And she said, "Boy, I, he's been in the military." I said, "We called him shell shot." I said, "What's wrong with him? He keep having flashbacks, and you think he's still in the war?" And I got to thinking, "Why do I act like I act?" I said, "But once in a while, I did." 
you have to excuse me if I have a flashback to where God brought me from and the mess I was in. I can't help myself. I just have to give God some praise. Anybody like me ever have a flashback every once in a while? Say amen right there. Lord, have mercy. Good God. Woo. My soul. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, I tell you, it's been wonderful. I've been here with you tonight. I thank God for, thank you, brother, uh, preacher, for allowing me to come and be with you these two nights. It's been absolutely amazing. I had to be in this place. And I tell you, I, I'm like one of the ladies in our church. She said, preacher, I might not always know when it is, but I sure know when it ain't. And I'm telling you right now, it is in this place. Yeah, God's in the house. And I praise God for your preacher. I give God a hand of praise for the angel of this house. Thank God for your preacher. Then I, I call all pastors wise, first lady. So give God a hand of praise for first lady tonight. For God just sent this way. Thank y'all again for allowing me to come and then it's been a, a thrill. And I just couldn't wait to get back tonight. Yeah, and man, <laughs> I'd be a part of what God's doing this side of heaven. I'm excited as I can be. And just, uh, uh, just, just uh, you go ahead and check your Bibles tonight. And go with me to Acts chapter 16. And I, I feel like I had some other way I wanted to go. Uh, but God says, no, I want you to talk to my people about this tonight. And uh, I'm telling you <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> you say, what's wrong with you? Well, <laughs> brother, when I was when I was young, coming up, when I was well, 16, 17, I was always had a hot rod. I had a sixty-four Ford. I had I, I had M50 tires on the back, Keystone mags. I, I had a hood scoop on it, had back seats, had a 390 motor in it, and I, I, I was in a mechanic shop. I bought it out 30000 over and put Cobra Jet heads on it, had a cam in it. It seemed like it's going to eat the neighborhood when I come through. And I, uh, yeah. But I always had had people, uh, friends of mine would always tell me about cars I had to go see. They still roll with me. I, we got to go see this car over here. And we go check this one out. And boy, listen, I just love the hot rods. And well, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I want you to know is that 39 years ago, I, I heard somebody call me from another world. The Holy Ghost spoke to my heart. And he said, hey, I, I want you to, I, I said, who is this? He said, I'm Jesus. And he called me up to, I said, what, what's, he said, you've been riding with everybody else. I, I want you to ride with me. And so I, I, I got over in the grace of God, over in his car. And what I liked about his car, it had doors on the outside. But it had no way to get out on the inside. Because once you got in, you couldn't get out. I said, where are we going? He said, boy, you roll with me. I said, Lord, did you see that curb down there? He said, I make crooked places straight. I said, you see that valley down there? He said, I make low places high. I said, look at that mountain. He said, I make high places low. He said, boy, you roll with me. Ain't no weapon formed against you. I won't be able to prosper. As long as God be for you, can't nobody be against you. You believe that same man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I better get this to you. <laughs> Acts 16, let's stand together. 
I was thinking about, <laughs> I told this, I was down, I was thinking about a preacher. I heard some another preacher tell this over, and he said that, uh, well, I, I was going to tell you a joke, but you might not be. But <laughs> let's just go ahead. Well, I, let me tell it to you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but they said, they said this preacher, I had went out, and he was preaching another town. And said, boy, and so uh, he had dentures, he, you know, and he was sitting there getting ready to preach, and, and his dentures broke. He said, oh, Lord, man, I can't preach with my dentures broke. And he said, what in the world I'm going to do? A man sat beside him, pat him on the back, so don't you worry about nothing. So I'll be right back, and sure enough, he ran around the corner, got him. I said, try these in. He put them, he said, good night, these things about to drive me. This is tight as a drum. I can't do nothing with this. So he took them back and said, let me try something else. Went back and got another set. He said, put these in. He said, he said, bye-bye tape too. Just take too big, man. I can't got talk. He said, he said, well, let me go get another set. So he went back and got another set. They put them in and said, man, these fit like a glove. He said, boy, he got up there and preached the glory. I tell you, heaven came down. Glory filled their souls. And he said, praise God. I, he said, God always got a ram in the bush. I, he said, here I am way from another state. And said, here I am, my dentist broke. He said, I just want to give God glory. And had a dentist sitting right beside me in the house. He said, glory to God. Oh, boy, jumped up and said, hey, preacher. said, I ain't no dentist and I'm an undertaker. Amen. <laughs> He'd been going back and forth to the funeral home. <laughs> Look at Acts chapter 16, verse number 25. The Bible said, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. I saw that the foundation of prisons was shaken. And immediately all the, uh, uh, the doors are open and everyone's bands were loose. Right. And the keeper of the prison waking out of his sleep and seeing in the prison doors open, had drew out his sword and would have killed himself. I supposing that the prison had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice yeah. and said, do thyself no harm, uh -huh. for we are all here. And they called for light and sprang in. And he came trembling and fell down at Paul and Silas and brought them out saying, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. Yeah. And they sprinkled unto him the word of the Lord and all that were in the house. And he took them in the same hour of the night, washed their stripes and was baptized he and all his yeah. straightway. Yeah. And when he had brought them into his house, he said, meet before them. They were joyous and believing in God with all of his house. Back up to verse 25, which is my text. The Bible said at midnight, yeah. Paul and Silas prayed yeah. Yeah. and sang praises unto God. Yeah. And the prisoners heard them. Yeah. Brother, I'm telling you, I've been in new life. I come in this coming year. And September, Lord, let me little see it. I've been 36 years preacher, and I've been saved for 39 years. I preached all over this country. I preached over in, in the Caribbean and, and, you know, different places. And I'm always praying, asking God, what do you want for the moment? And you know, preacher, the main thing about it is having what God wants for the moment. And I'm telling you right now, our nation's in trouble. 
and God uh, want me to stop by tonight and he, uh, the hope that's not the White House. The hope is in God's house. The hope, I bless God. Am I right about it? So I want to talk to you tonight on this subject. It's midnight. What are we going to do about it? It's midnight. What are we going to do about it? Father, I want to thank you tonight. I want to thank you for your goodness. I want to thank you for your grace. I want to thank you for your power. I want to thank you for your anointing. I want to thank you for your unction that's in this house right now. I pray, Spirit of God, you walk among us and throw your weight around. I beg you to bind every demon. I beg you to bind every devil in hell and take everything that devil has turned in for evil. God, turn it around for good. I stuff he put on top of us. Lord, put us on top of it. God, we the head and not the tail. We above only, not beneath. And we decree and declare that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. So, Father, I know you don't need me, but I need you tonight. Find that one that don't know Jesus. Let this be tonight to get say goodbye to Satan and hello to Jesus. Heal somebody. Deliver somebody. Free somebody. Help us all to walk out of here different out in the way we came in. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can be seated. I listen to me tonight. I said to you a moment ago, I know you realize it tonight, but our nation's in trouble tonight. Yeah. Our community's in trouble tonight. Yeah. And listen to me tonight. We got people that's riding around and boy, listening, living in, uh, driving a three and four hundred thousand dollar cars and living in five and six hundred million dollar homes. And we got people walking around thousand dollar suits. And boy, listen, I'm not against anything that any of God's people got or anybody has. But what I'm saying to you is this. That same crowd is jumping off of bridges. They blowing up our schools. They're killing one another. Families are coming apart. And then at the scene, and you know why? Because they dressed up on the outside and they're dying on the inside. And being rich ain't what you got on the outside. Being rich is having Jesus on the inside. I said being rich ain't what you got on the outside. Being rich is having Jesus on the inside. Am I right about it, church? Man of God. Listen to 2 Corinthians 8, 9. Paul said, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sake, my sake, he became poor. Yeah. That we through his poverty might be rich. Woo. Rich ain't what you have on the outside. Rich is who you have yeah. on the inside. Yeah. Rich ain't what you have on the outside. Rich is who you have on the inside. Yeah. Am I right about it, church? Yeah. Watch this. In our text tonight, Paul and Silas were on a missionary journey. And while they was on the journey, according to Acts 16, the Bible said they had thought about how going to Troas. They came to down to Troas from Mysia. And when they came, according to verse 9, a vision appeared unto Paul in the night of Acts 16, 9. And there stood a man in Macedonia, prayed him, saying, come over and the Macedonia and help us. I thought about it, my preacher. You know what this world is crying out tonight? This world is crying out to somebody that would come and help them. Now, what's wrong with the church of the living God? What we do, we spend so much time fighting each other and putting down each other. And we ain't spend enough time. Now, listen, your battle is not flesh and blood. Your battle is not what you can see. Your battle is what you can't.
can't see. You wrestle against powers and principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Your battle is not your brother, but your battle is a devil. Am I right about the church? Paul them heard a call from Macedonia. Paul them endeavored to go on the journey that come to Philippi. When they got to Philippi, they went down by the water and they go spend some time in prayer. But there was a dancer down there by the name of Lydia. Watch what happened to her. The Bible said she, her heart was turned to the Lord. While well, listen to Paul and she was baptized. She and all of her household according to verse number 15. Now the Bible said in verse 16 it came to pass as they went to prayer. A certain dancer possessed with a spirit of divination. Divination, which means she had a spirit of Satan, a spirit of Antichrist. And when she bought a master game by soothsaying, anybody know what soothsaying is? That's palm reading. And she had a palm reading shop set up. And this woman had been bringing people in and she was telling them their future by palm reading. And so on. And listen. Mm. <laughs> Here come Paul and Silas. The two preachers come on the scene. And boy, they stood there. And everywhere they went, she was following Paul and Silas around and said, These men are servants of the Most High God. She had a testimony on the outside, but she was empty on the inside. Am I right about it? There's a whole lot of people yeah. that call him Lord that don't know him. Yeah. Let me tell you, a lot of people mention the name of Jesus but don't know Jesus. Yeah. He said, many going to say in that day, Lord, Lord, I'm going to tell them I never knew you. I bless God, depart from me. Everybody that mentions the name of Jesus, they don't know Jesus. It ain't the fact that you know him, Jesus. It's the fact of Jesus knowing you. Am I right about it? Yeah. <laughs> now come in. Watch this. Paul got upset. He turned and said to the spirit, in the name of Jesus, said, come out of her. Yeah. When he said that, Lord, have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> and that girl accepted what he said. Jesus jumped over in the inside, drop kicked the devil on the outside, and sat out on the inside. Yeah. And the same girl that was there a moment ago wasn't the same girl no more. Yeah. Well, she had a, people lined up to come get their palms read. Yeah. Boy, she didn't show up for work the next day. Amen. I said, ooh, I felt something right there. Yeah. Brother, whenever God saved you, there were some places you used to go and some things you used to do. And all of a sudden, you didn't show up for that place no more. And people started wondering why you don't come around no more. Why you don't hang out at the, at the joint no more. Why you ain't coming down and hanging out with us no more. I'll tell you right now, bless God, you can tell them. And I, hey, good God Almighty, I'm still hanging out, but I'm hanging out with another part. Oh, somebody help me up in this house. You know what I'm talking about yeah. brother yeah. why is it my friends told me when I got saved 39 years ago uh, brother Parsons they said still we'll give you two weeks yeah. said so you'll be back talking yeah. the same old talk yeah. walking the same old walk yeah. doing the same old thing yeah. but watch this mm, let me show it to you <laughs> now I took a shower before I came I'm in good shape good. Hey, shoe, 
Get over here. Hey, shoe, get over here. If you notice, my shoe ain't coming. That shoe been walking around all night, but it won't come over here. Why? Because ain't no life in the shoe. Life is in the foot. So when I take a dead, alive foot and put inside of a dead shoe, and then I say, now shoe, go over there. And the shoe comes over there. I say, shoe, go over here. And the shoe come over here. I said, ain't the shoe. It's the foot in the shoe. It ain't you. It's Jesus that lives inside of you. Am I right about it, church? Watch this. Let me show you something. Y'all got me going. Whoa! Watch this. I got a $20 bill right here. I promise you, I can ask you how many want this, and about everybody would take it if I offered it to you. And, but I can take this same 20 and I can twist it up and say, How many want it? You still would want it. I can take and throw it on the floor and I can stomp it and say, How many want it? You'll still want it. And I can take it and poo and spit on it and say, How many want it? You'll still take it. What I'm trying to get you to understand that some of you have, have been twisted up, and some of you have been stomped on, and some of you have been spit on. But I want you to know, you have never lost your value of the same God that brought you in this world. He died on Calvary and shed his blood. People may have counted you out, but God counted you in. Somebody help me in the house. I wasn't going to get into this, but y'all pushed me there. I told the church the other night what I'm happy about. Yeah, <laughs> and preacher, you got two trucks come by your house. One of them's a trash truck and one of them's a recycle. Now, if you notice something, that recycle come by, both of them do the same thing. You put your hands out, you don't have to put it in. They'll reach out and get it. Dump the trash in the back. They take your trash. You ain't going to see it no more. But here come that recycle truck. They'll come and stop and reach out and grab your can and dump it in. And that, what they're doing, they're taking all that mess you had. And next time you know it, you go to Walmart and get you a styrofoam cup and get your plate. What you don't know, you eating out of that recycle stuff that was all twisted, all banged up. What I'm trying to tell you. That the God I serve, I don't care how twisted you are. I don't care how messed up you are. I don't care how you've been spit on. I don't care how you've been stomped on. I want you to know there's a God that'll pick you up and dump you down in the grace of God and bring you out differently than you went in. Am I right about it, church? Wait a minute. I got to get back here. Watch this. Watch this. Now, they come back they, uh, for this woman at work. The Bible said, let's look at verse 17. The Bible said the same followed us, cried, saying, these men are servants of the Most High. Acts 16, which saw us the way of salvation. This she did many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command in the name of Jesus, come out of her. He came out that same hour. Her master saw that her, saw that the hope of their gain was gone. Yeah. See, she didn't show up for work. Yeah. Master said, where, where's she at? They said, he said, go down there and see where she's at. She should have been here by now. I get all my money is I, running every minute. I'm losing money. People waiting on her. I can see them now going down to a house. Knock on the door. 
She come to the door wiping tears. <laughs> you sick? Said I was. <laughs> See, but I met a physician. See, they did a whole don't need one, but they did a sick. He didn't come to die for the whole, for the righteous. He died for sinners. Yeah, and so yeah. she said, I met a man. I've been telling everybody their future. I met a man that told me all about him, about my future. You tell him I ain't coming back no more. Well, you ain't coming back. He said, no, I'm done with that. I don't need that no more. Boy, they got upset. I said, who the one that messed them up? Imagine said, and the preachers, that Paul and that Silas guy, they taking this Jesus everywhere and turning the world upside down. And he said, where they at? They caught Paul and Silas and they beat them and to stripes on their back, beat their feet, put chains on their, on their arms, shackles on their feet and fold them in the prison. And there they was in the midnight hour. Darkest part of the night. What are they going to do in the midnight hour? What you going to do in the midnight hour? Church, I stopped by the night to tell you it's midnight. What are you and I going to do about it? It's midnight. You said, preacher, what do you mean it's midnight? It's midnight when 64% of all our marriages are ending in divorce. It's midnight when 81% all our children are raised in single parent homes. And 75% of every little black boy and girl are raised in a single parent home now. It's midnight when you can't take the Bible and prayer has been kicked out of school. It's midnight when the government don't want you to pray when there's a tragedy, but don't want you to pray when there is no tragedy. It's midnight when blacks and whites and red and yellow can't go down to the house of God together. It's midnight when I, hey, I can't love my brother and my sister. Can I tell you something? I didn't mean to do all this. Come here for a minute, brother. Watch this. I just want to show it to you. Some of you have seen me do this before, but I just want you to see it. I wasn't going to do this. Take this and hold up over your head. I hold it. I can't see it. Here he is, a, a white man. Here I am, a black man. Will you take both of us and put both of us under the blood of Jesus? You can't tell what color none of us is. Somebody help me in the house. Good God Almighty. Thank you, my brother. Hallelujah. But I want you to see it's midnight. Listen, let me tell you something, bro. We might have came over here on the different ships, but we leave out. We leave it out on the same ship. Ain't but one ship. That's the old ship of Zion. That's got them ready to go. Anybody up in here know what I'm talking about? Same man right there. I go out soul winning. I was out Saturday knocking doors. We went in the community. I promise you, God knows I'm telling the truth. I knocked on more. White doors than I did black. But you know when I knocked on somebody's white door, I didn't say. <laughs> I'm looking for the black people in this neighborhood. I ain't looking for no black people. I'm looking for some people. I'm looking for a soul. I'm looking for somebody. I got a, I got a double barrel shotgun. I got an M1611 double barrel. Old Testament, New Testament, full of Holy Ghost buckshot. Hey, you don't want to get hit with a shot. Don't come to the door. I'm going to hit you with the shot. Hey, because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's the power of God on the salvation. Everyone that believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Are you with me? Say man. So what we're going to do? 
What are we going to do? It's midnight. What are we going to do about yeah. it? Let me give you three things and I'll quit. Number one, we got to realize three things. I'm telling you, midnight, I tell you, it broke my heart. It breaks my heart. Every time I hear about these babies getting gunned down at school, yeah. another shooting of day all over our nation. Don't tell you something. It's midnight, church. I'm going to tell you what we got to realize, number one, that God still answers prayer. Mm-hmm. Look at this. The Bible's in Acts 16. Let's see what Paul and them did. At midnight, in the darkest part of the night, the Bible said Paul and Silas, what did they do, class? Said they prayed. Hold it right there. They prayed. We got to realize that God still has to pray. Wait a minute. Hey, get the picture. He's been locked up in Roman and the prison over there in the, Phil- Philipp- in the Philippi and got shackles on their feet of their hands. Instead of them saying, God, this ain't right. Why this happened to me? I'm trying to serve you. I'm trying to do what's right. God, this ain't fair. What they done. He got down on his knees, him and Silas. And they began to call on to God. I don't know what to pray, but they could have said, Lord, we don't understand why we're going through what we're going through. But we know Romans 8, 28 said, and we know that all things work together for the good of them to love you. And they did a call according to your purpose. And God, we don't understand. But we know Romans 8, 31 said, if you be for us, I can't nobody be against us. Lord, we don't know. We know verse 32 said, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How should I not freely with him? I give us all things. They could have said, Lord, we know Ephesians 3, 20 said, that you able to do exceeding above Oh, we can even ask the thing. Lord, we know that you said that weeping man do it for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Lord, we know we're going to lift our eyes to the hills. Let's come our help. Let's all my help come from you. You're the maker of heaven and earth. God, we're going to trust you right now. Those things ain't going to be all right. They're already all right. In Jesus' name. Amen. And got up. I don't know what they prayed, but they prayed the praise. And then, I tell you what's got me so messed up. I was in Asheville Mountains preaching on top of the mountain of Richland Baptist Church. And Brother Ralph Sexton Sr., his friend of mine, his daddy, Ralph Sexton's daddy senior, his his son-in-law was playing the piano. He said, Brother Steele, his his sister said, Brother Steele, daddy's sick. So would you go by by his house and pray with dad? I went over to the senior's house. He had a long hallway. I could see him, his wife. I said, if he don't bother him, I said, I'll come back. She said, no, he'd want to see you, Brother Steele. And boy, he come down the hallway. And when he came down the hallway, and uh, he started giving me books and tapes. And I said, Doc, I didn't come for that. I just want to pray for you. I said, you're not feeling well. And he said, Brother Steele, can I tell you about the Welch and what revival and the mountains up here and ask before you leave? I said, talk to me, Doc. He said, Brother Steele, one time they had Jerry Harold Smith on one side and Mordecai Ham on the other side. And he said, when the meeting was over, over 5,000 people were saved by the grace of God. He said, Brother Steele, he told me about the Wells revival, the revivals at Wells. And then he said, before I could open my mouth, he lifted a little 
82 years old, little hands trembling, raised him up to heaven and said, Dear God, I just told Brother Steele about what you did in these mountains, what you did in the past. And you're the same God right now as you was back there. God don't let him die until he see what I told him. God don't let him die until he see thousands of people saved. God, in the heavens and let the glory come. Oh, tonight, I want you to know, bless God, I know it's midnight, but we serve a God that still has his prayer and God's people which are called by his name to humble ourselves and pray and seek his faith and turn from our wicked ways. He can stand here from heaven and forgive the life. Am I right about it, church? Watch this. The writer said in Hebrews chapter 4, brother, verse 14, seeing then we have such a great high priest that's in the heaven, Jesus Christ. He said, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. I'm telling you, God still answers prayer. I can stand up here tonight and tell you I've seen people heal up from cancer. I've seen sinners. <laughs> let me tell you one. Because I can tell you a bunch. Let me tell you one. And I'll give you my second point. I stood in the family's house. A new family hadn't joined that church that long. And I just said, we want you to come dedicate our house. I went over to pray with them, preacher. And while I was over there at their home, they got to crying and said, Brother Steele, preacher, could we ask you to do something? I said, talk to me. He said, we got a son in New York. and said, we ain't been able to find him. He said, he'd been missing for over a year. And we ain't been able to find him. We don't know if he's living or he's dead. Oh, would you pray with us? I said, we ain't heard nothing from him. I said, let's lock hands right here. I said, God, you know where he is. I said, God, would you go find that boy? Bring him home. Bring that product home to his mom and daddy. Go get him, God. Boy, listen, I left out of there. You ain't going to believe it. That next week, brother, they called me and said, you ain't going to believe this. I said, talk to me. said, our son called us. I said, he did. And said, he's coming home. Preacher, that Sunday morning, the boy came home. I preached the word of God and gave him invitation. And here he come down the aisle. Got saved by the grace of God. Why? Because I serve a God that still has his prayer. Anybody believe that you got a God that still has his prayer? Anybody believe you got a God that can turn it around? Anybody believe you got a God that can stay on to it? Somebody shout glory. Number two, preacher, what we got to do, realize God still answers prayer in the midnight hour. Number two, we got we to gotta praise him anyway. Praise him anyway. <laughs> praise him anyway. Look at verse six, Acts 16, 25 again. And the Bible said at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Not only did they pray, but they got to singing some praises yeah. under God. I don't know what they sang. Yeah. I don't have no idea. Yeah. But I, <laughs> hey, they could have, they could have, I don't know. They could have said, once my soul was astray from the heavenly way, I was wicked. And vile as can be, then my Savior in love gave me peace from above. When 
he reached down his hand for me. Oh, he could, they could have sung, Amazing grace, how sweet. Hey, they could have sung that. I want them old spirituals. They used to say, he's sweet. I know he's sweet. I know storm clouds, they rise and strong winds may blow. But I'll tell the world wherever I go. That I have a Savior and He sweet I know. Hey, I don't know what the song they could have said. For a long time I traveled down the long, lonely road. My heart was so heavy and sin I sang low. Oh, I did I heard about Jesus. I don't know what they're saying, but the Bible said it's song of praise. Hey, in the midnight hour, bless God, they get out and pray. In the midnight hour, they kept singing the songs of Zion. Well, we better do church. Like we got to praise God anyway. I know it's midnight, but you want God to come in the middle of the midnight. We got to praise him anyway. Bless God, don't shout because you feel like it, but shout because God's like it. Somebody help me now. I got my glasses so foggy, I can't even hardly see it. Up. I might have to have a CNI dog to get out of here. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, preacher, in Judges chapter number one, they was going to go fight against the Canaanites. You know it. Judges one and two. They came uh, to ask, they said, which tribe should go first? He said, send Judah. Why? Because Judah means praise. <laughs> yeah. He said, when you go into a war, you want to mess the devil up. See, the thing the devil want to do to you, church, is send stuff your way to steal your shout. You know why he wants your shout? Because Psalm 22, verse 3 said, God inhabits the praises of his people. And so he knows if you come in here and bless God, and boy, you just had a tragedy, and you got a bad doctor's report, I mean, your child is going astray. I mean, your job just got lost, your job. And somebody went to the hospital, and the devil got you to come in uh, with your head hanging down. Like that's the end of the story. Last time I checked, his name was Alpha and Omega. Last time I checked, his name was the beginning and the end. Last time I checked, he's the first and the last. And what you ought to do is lift your hands and give God praise and say, God, you're still good. Everything's already all right. Somebody in the house. Bless God, I give God glory. Oh, help me in the house tonight. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. Isaiah. Preacher, Isaiah 46, 9, 10. I'm God. There's none like me, he said. I decree a thing. Watch it close. Verse 10, I decree a thing. Not the beginning and the end, but the end from the beginning. God said, here's the way I do things. Watch this church. And I got one more point and I'm going to quit. But God said, this is how I do it. God said, I don't start up here when I do something. 
I go all the way down to the end. Yeah. All right, let me get it to put it where you can get it. You can get it right here. Come on. Preacher, when you built this building right here, you watch me. When you built this building, the vision of this building was started in the mind of the man of God. Amen. You took the vision and met with your, your men and your ladies, your church family, told them everybody agreed, let's go for it. What you did, you took that vision that was in your head down to an architect. Architect put it on blueprints. They took that, you got everything just like you wanted. Took it to the city, and the city looked at it. They didn't, you hadn't built the building. They looked at the last boat and said approve. And then you came back up here and started building the building. When really, the building was already finished in the mind of the architect before it ever got started. Well, I'm telling you that you were finished before you ever got started. Some of you wonder how you're going to make it, how you're going to get through with this. Man, God's already been to the end before you ever got started at the beginning. You were already finished before you get started. Somebody help me up in here. Watch this. Can I give you? I don't know what you're going to do. But I just flew in. I had, we flew, me and Matt flew to, down to Atlanta. And brother, when we flew to Atlanta, we, ain't but one way to get on them planes. You go up them steps, walk down that runway, get in there. There's two ways we get in there. You can go to the cockpit or you can go back and sit down like I do. <laughs> get your seat. I don't know nothing about no cockpit. They let me get up in that front. I tear something all to pieces by life. I don't know about no cockpit, so I just go back there and sit down. Let the pilot do the driving. And I'm telling you, when I got saved 39 years ago, I walked up in the grace of God. He said it was two ways ago. Jesus was driving the plot of grace of God. I just went back and sat down. I said, Lord, you go ahead. I ain't had enough wrecks. I ain't messed my life up enough. But I'm trying to tell you right now, when you look back over your shoulder and see how good God been to you and the stuff you've already come out of, there's been times that you thought you wouldn't get through this, you wouldn't get through that, that you got through that, and you got through this. Why? You were finished before you ever got started. And God wants you to know, I don't care what you're dealing with, praise him anyway. Because God's going anyway. Somebody give him glory in the house right there. And then lastly, lastly, whenever you prayed and you sang a praise, number three, expect God to show up. He's coming. When you sing, you prayed and sung a praise, he's coming. Watch this. The Bible said, when Silas and Paul got to praying and singing, they said, let's go ahead and go to bed, man. Jailer been watching all this. All of a sudden, something hit that jail cell and shook the whole jail cell from side to side, the whole yeah. building. <laughs> Jailer grabbed his gun. Said, they're breaking out, boys. Said, they're trying to get out. We better stop them. It wasn't Paul and Silas breaking out. It was God breaking in. <laughs> Somebody help me in the house. <laughs> See, what happened was God was up in heaven and God said, man, that prayer is sweet. Come up to me. He prayed in the midnight hour. God said, then they praising me. He said, I didn't have his praise. He said, I'm looking for where that praise is. Oh, there it is. And God said, he jumped right off in the middle of that jail. 
and she rocked it from side. It was a jailhouse rock, and it wasn't even Elvis Presley. Somebody help me. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, when you prayed and you sang a praise, the tears running down your face, when you wet your pillow in the nighttime, when you don't know how it looks like tomorrow, but you praise God anyhow, and you pray anyway, expect God to show up. And whenever God shows up, God will show out. I said, when God shows up, God will show out. I said, when God shows up, I said, God, he'll show out. Am I right about it, church? I'm done. The Bible said, Preacher, I'm from the country. Let me read it like I feel it. I believe the city folks, if that man had been the city folks, he said, Paul would have said, He come in, he thought everything was dark. He come trembling. He got a knife that's going to kill himself. You know the story. If you let a prisoner get loose, you have to give your life for the prisoner. So he's going to kill himself. He thought they was going to. Paul said, hey, sirs, don't kill yourself. City folks would say, we still here. Paul said, we still here. <laughs> he called for light and sprang in. He come trembling. Light in the midnight hour. Light. He come in. Fell down at Paul and Silas' feet and said, Sirs, I don't understand something. Y'all been locked up with shackles and chains on your feet and your hands. <laughs> and every night I come in and take care of y'all. I hear y'all praying to somebody that I can't see. And I heard you singing to somebody that I don't even know who's listening. But now y'all can pray and sing. And he ought to come to see about y'all. Anybody got a God like y'all got? What must I do, sirs? How to get a God like y'all got? I want some of that. They said, sirs, all you got to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and your house and you shall be saved. And the jailer got saved. His wife got saved. His children got saved and the whole place was turned upside down. The midnight hour didn't stop Paul. The midnight hour didn't stop Silas. The midnight hour ain't got to stop us. All we got to do is keep on praying and keep on praising and expect God. He going to show up and show out. You believe that? Say amen. I'm done. <laughs> tell you something church and I'm done <laughs> when y'all come in here anytime y'all get together I know you're going through stuff people in the hospital bad doctor support all that stuff <laughs> you need God to come and take care of it anyway so put a big old smile on your face when it's time to sing lift them hands up and open your mouth just praise him anyway. And then watch God. Watch God show up. And watch God show out. I'm telling you what I know. I've watched him. Last year, brother, I watched a over a thousand people give their life to Christ through the ministry of their life. This past Sunday, preacher, I watched three ladies walk down the aisle with tears. Saying, I need this Jesus. Week after week, already I'm watching. Come. Why? Because what I've given you, I told our people, it's midnight. But we got to go for the throne like we never have before. We can't let the midnight take us over. 
Did you know something? You think I'm lying. You know, we quit, we quit 10 times before we quit. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to quit. I'm quitting, preacher. I'm going to say this and I'm done. When you leave tonight, you start up at that highway right there. If you don't turn your lights on, darkness has got control. But as soon as you say, my lights is on, all of a sudden, darkness has a step back. But I'm telling you right now, in the midnight hour, if we'll pray, pray for your son, pray for your daughter, pray for your husband, pray for your wife. Pray for our nation. Pray for your children. Pray that God would break open like never before. Yeah, I didn't come and just start to sing. You ain't got to be in church to sing. Sing in your car. Sing while you're fixing biscuits. Even if you got to put them in the microwave, still sing. Yeah. Yeah, just sing anyway. Let's get to singing. Uh, anyway, a lot of times I'm riding down the road and I just get to thinking about it and just start singing in the car. Yeah. And boy, and all of a sudden, you hear that man, somebody get in the car, which is get sticking and squeeze. And somebody calling the phone, he said, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, I'm all right, man. They said, you say no, man, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the goodness of God, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whoa. I imagine that bus has got real foggy. Uh, many times y'all ran out of that highway. And all you got to do is start to singing. And all of a sudden, God will get in there with you. <laughs> and when he comes he'll show up he'll show out let's bow our heads Father thank you tonight for the wonderful people of God that's in this room I thank you so much that you're very present help in the time of need our nation's in trouble our homes are in trouble marriages are coming apart and breaking up just like somebody breaks crackers or something they're popping apart. And God, the whole issue is we've taken you out of everything. But tonight, I believe you sent me down here to this place to just let us know it's midnight. Help us to put aside all of the black power and the white power and the red power and yellow power and help us to hook into God's power. Help us to set aside all this racial tension because it ain't going to take one of us. It's going to take all of us together. Around the throne of God, John said, I've seen every kindred, every tongue, every nation around the throne. And help us to know tonight, Spirit of God, even while I stand here, people are jumping off of bridges. Somebody just walked in, took a gun and blowed it. I saw where a professor in a college just last week, Peter S. Ruckman, in a college up in Illinois, took a gun, killed his 14-year-old, his 12-year-old, and blowed his brains out. Found them all dead in the house. I saw a well lady. The police were chasing her and her boyfriend. Both of them stopped and jumped off a bridge onto the interstate. These people are hurting. God, you raise up this church, turning point. That's why the name is, this is the place to get turned around. This place. I pray this week, I pray at a start tonight that you set a fire in the souls of your people that won't go out till Jesus comes. I beg you in your blood to speak to hearts. While heads are bowed and eyes closed, how many can say tonight, preacher, still? If I was to die tonight, 
I'm 100% sure I'm going to heaven. And I know that. I know, may not know a lot of things, but I know I'm going to heaven when I die. Would you raise your hand as a witness? God bless you. Put your hand down. How many say tonight, preacher, still don't embarrass me. Don't come where I'm at. Don't touch me. Don't put your hands on me. Don't call my name. I don't know your name. But say, would you pray for me, preacher, still? I hope I'm going to heaven. I'm trying to go. I want to go. But I cannot say for sure if I die tonight, I go to heaven. But I sure don't want to go to hell, preacher. Please don't embarrass me. I promise you, I won't call your name. I won't come when you are. I just want to pray for you. If you're not 100% sure you're going to heaven when you die, would you raise your hands and pray for me? If you hope you're going, trying to go, you want to go, but you're not 100% sure, would you let us show you tonight? Let's stand tonight, church. Look, over, look up here at me for just a moment. I'm going to turn it over and let Brother Paul's his family sing tonight. I'm going to tell you something tonight. I really believe that God sent me down here for two nights just to hit a bunt and just to try to get on base. And the rest of this week, every man of God that mounts this pulpit is going to take you completely out of the park. Amen. Greatest week, the rest of this week, it's going to be over the top. Yeah. But, and, and, but I want to tell you, I want to challenge you. If you got a, a lost child, a lost husband, lost wife, or somebody in your family, that you sort of give up on. You say, I've tried and tried and tried. I told you last night, when you can't, there is a God that can. Yeah. And tonight, I want us to find a place in this altar. And let's call on the King of Glory. Paul the house in the midnight with shackles. That God put the shackles, he broke the shackles off. Their feet in their hands. And turned the whole situation around. Preacher, maybe you feel like quitting and giving up and your heart's been broken. I want you to come tonight. And I want you for a moment just to forget all about preacher still. If you got a need tonight, maybe some of you have got a bad doctor's report. Or maybe you've been going through some issues in your personal life. Something that's just nagging at you. I want you to bring that thing. Bring it and lay it on the altar and then grab a promise put over top of your burden and you set on the promise and ride God's promise over top of your problem and watch God show up and watch God show out I'm going to turn this mic off and I'm going to let them sing and I'm going to get over here I'm going to pray for you I'm going to pray for these around the altar I'm going to ask God to save your loved ones I'm going to ask God to send a revival to this place. I'm going to ask God to turn this city upside down for the glory of God. He can do it, church. It's midnight. What are we going to do about it? I faced a mountain that I've never faced before. That's why I'm calling on you, Lord. Please hear my prayer. I need you, Lord, like I never had. Sometimes. 
you know, you'll uh, you'll never understand a pastor's heart. Unless you are one. When you know your people hurt. You hurt too. When them cancer diagnosis come about. You're not the only one it hurts. When your family's wayward, you're not the only one it hurts. When you have tragedies inside your family, you're not going through it alone. Just sharing my heart with you. I know these men of God, same way, same way. Our folks have been through a lot of stuff just this week. The enemy has just attacked with sickness and death and worries. But you're not alone. You're not alone. I couldn't help but to think of the message tonight. We've done the praying. We might as well go ahead and praise Him. And then, according to the Word of God, you just taught us tonight, preacher. You've taught many that didn't know. God shows up. Through the prayer and the praise. Because we know that God inhabits the praises of His people. Let me make a challenge to you tonight before we leave this building. It's been sweet. Dr. Steele didn't know it, but he's going to be back tomorrow night. It's all right. He'll be here. Parsons will be back. And... uh, I just wonder if you could give three minutes tonight to just praise the Lord. Just three minutes. I don't know if you could last three minutes just praising the God of heaven that saved your soul from a devil's hell. See, they did that in the military in days gone by. They would shoot off all their guns to let the devil know that they were still there. To let the enemy know they were still there. So, allow us to sound the gospel gun of praise tonight. To show the devil that we're still here. I say, sing a song. And I challenge you to see if you could just praise your God for just three minutes tonight. Amen. Amen. Sing the song. Amen. Praise God.
the walls that seem so high. And God said, trust me and believe, and these walls will fall down at your feet. Just give me seven days and a victory cry. Joshua said, take up the ark, blow the trumpets and get the guards. Seven times that we must march it around. Six whole days and not a word still standing undisturbed oh but on the seventh day with a shout of faith those walls came tumbling down so shout by faith and not by sight even when it don't seem right just trust the lord and leave without a doubt my god has promised he'd show up where his praise is given out Oh, you're giving out before three minutes is up for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I wish somebody would give him some praise tonight. Just remember God's equation for success. Oh, we must do just what he says. Not one thing more, one thing less. Just trust and obey him and he will do the Trust the Lord, believe without a doubt. God has promised He'd show up where His praise is given out. So praise the Lord, the victories and the shout. Shall by faith and not by sight, even when it don't seem right. Trust the Lord, believe without a doubt. My God has promised He'd show up where His praise is given out. So praise the Lord, the victories and the shout. Oh, praise the Lord, the victories in the shout. It's in the shout. Come on. Oh, in the shout. Amen. Dr. Steele.